It's Valentine's Day. Hearts are red. Planets are red. That red planet, Mars. We're heading straight to Mars to cover Red Faction Origins, which is the prequel film to Red Faction Armageddon. Stay with us. Welcome to Popcorn Talk, featuring movie discussion, news, and interviews. Popcorn Talk. We talk movie. And now, here's Popcorn Talk's video game movie anatomy. Now this is like this is what it's like when uh, video game movies and video game concepts collide. This is video game movie anatomy right here on the Popcorn Talk Network. I am one of your hosts, the internet's Mark B. Donica. You can find me on Twitter at Mark B. Donica. Joined by the full squad, we got the one and only Mrs. Stacy Shuttleworth. Hi guys, I'm Stacy Shuttleworth. You can find me on Twitter and Instagram at Stacy Shuttles or all across the web at Nerds Doing Stuff. And Patrick Adiz. <laughs> Adiz. Uh, what up? My name is Patrick Adiz. You can find me on Twitter at Peter the D's. Roses are red, violets are blue. This movie's terrible. Watch another one. I'm also bad at rocks. <laughs> no, that was perfect. <laughs> I was, <laughs> perfect. Yeah, yeah. I just yeah. I had to suck all the energy out of me. Nah, Worlds are colliding, though. Nailed it. It's really could good. Be, could be here. Could if, be here. If there's anything I'm bad at, it's jokes. Making list of threes. So tonight uh, on the show, we're going to be covering Oops. Red Faction Origins. Uh, if you haven't joined us before on Video Game Movie Anatomy, uh, this is where we dissect the film adaptations of your favorite interactive media. Uh, tonight, Red Faction Origins. <laughs> well, well, okay. I'm not, I'm not, <laughs> we, are, we are off to a good start, I'm not ladies saying, and gentlemen. I'm not saying that the films are our favorites. No, I, I understand. Okay. I'm saying that the games are some of our favorites. I, just, I felt that energy before you said it. I'm saying <laughs> So, we just voiced what we were all thinking. Yeah, yeah. So this came out in 2011. Mm. It was a project by the Sci-Fi Network. Yeah. Mm. Uh, now the the. I like this idea that they do where they make a pilot movie yeah. and if it goes over well sure. they make a series uh, now considering it's 2017 and Red Faction Origins isn't in it's fifth or sixth season this didn't get picked up Canada. Yet, I mean, fingers crossed, guys. Well, fingers apparently, crossed. There's always hope. Apparently, sci-fi never came out that they were going to do it or not. So they just swept this still, under the rug. It's still this up in like, the air. This is just like just, what movie? What? Yeah, what, no. Red Faction. What, I'm no. sorry. I have to get back to you on that one. Well, you, can just, rent, you can rent this on YouTube, on iTunes. You, you can rent this all over the place. Yeah. So, so here's the story. On a Mars colony in the year 2145, an officer in a rebel militia discovers that his sister, who was abducted a dozen years before, is still alive and has been raised as a soldier whose goal is to bring about the destruction of her brother's faction. I have a sister. Oh, that was her goal? Okay, good. I'm that, glad. No, thank no, you no, for that. Like, thank goal. you. That okay. was the organization's goal. That was the EDF's goal. Mm-hmm. Yep. Sure. Now, the, the funny... Yeah, the, goals. So let's go mm-hmm. with... Uh, actually, you know what? Because this is a part of, of, of a segment we do. Instead of doing uh, initial thoughts, I want to get, get straight into our speed runs. Oh, right. uh, and a speed run is what we do. It's sort of a quick review of the show. It's something you would see as like a, a box blurb uh, at your local GameStop, Best Buy, what have you. For an example, a Street Fighter's costume designer was the only person who did their job on the film. Actors and all. Now, uh, we have a little bit of a history of not being the speediest speedruns. We would not do well at uh, Summer Games Done Quick. Uh, <laughs> we would not do very well at all. I don't know what you're talking about. We no. are super succinct really? over on the side of the table. Okay. I don't know what you're talking about. Just uh, but, an economy of words over here. So, <laughs> beautiful. I have, the, I have the most words. The, most, the biggest, the, big, the, the best, best words. words. Uh, True who, story. Who would like to go first? I think keeping with tradition, Stacey's got to go first. All Lead right. us off. So Wait a I, minute. I'm gonna hold this up to the camera. Well, you can, I don't know if you guys can see this. That but this is a text. It's a novel. 
This is literally Come. like an SAT, like, like at least yeah. my, like, I have three lines, but it's look. big font. <laughs> Look, I have this one, but I also have a really, really short one. Let's go with the short one first, and we'll come back. All right. All right. And we'll come back. So this is what's written on the back of the box. Mars man feels compelled to save all girls in his vicinity, despite constantly being outclassed by them. That's pretty... That's that's good. So, but that was this movie, not most sci- science fiction films. No, no, no that, that was this one. Okay. okay, it works. Yeah. Multiple levels. It works. Um, how, how about you, Patrick? Uh, all right. So mine's not. Uh, so um, my favorite topic on this show is the show. I always talk about like the, what the prep goes into it and the thought process. This one's a little less long than it normally is. It's still not quite that succinct. Uh, Red Facts into Origins is an adolescent film, meaning it doesn't quite know what it wants to be when it grows up. This movie isn't quite sure what its audience is. Is it for fans of the game? Not really. Um, How about fans of well-made sci-fi? That seems like a whole lot of work. Uh, They don't know who this train wreck is for, and I'm having a hard time figuring out who to recommend it to. That's good. That's solid. Uh, Mine was, Gorilla and Armageddon were the action-packed stories of two generations of the Mason family. Origins is the part in between where... Stuff happens, kind of, I guess. It's a setup with no direct payoff. The waiting game has no continues left, and it's no surprise sci-fi never made up their mind on this one. Well done. Uh, and now the for the, <laughs> I get the book, novel, the book yeah. written do, by do you want uh, the whole novel. I do, the I want one the whole novel. Settle novel? in. All right. Yeah, this has uh, gotten <sighs> real out of control. <laughs> the first half of this film lulls viewers into a false sense of security. It's predictably cheesy, shallow, and uninspiring, but it's not actively trying to sabotage itself. The main character isn't particularly relatable, but he's surrounded by a few interesting characters. The story is plain but solid enough to fall in with, and the terrible special effects may be an eyesore, but they're not testing the suspension of, dis- of belief too harshly yet. Once you hit the 45-minute mark, however... A dramatic shift occurs because everyone involved in the production decides it's time to actively turn anything that may have been passable about this film into just garbage. And they do that spectacularly. That I, I, I 100% agree with that. Because the, the first little bit where the, the Masons are sort of getting reacquainted, I was like, sure. oh cool, it's going to be like a father and son, right. maybe yeah. a little bit of a road trip I thing. Agree, yeah. And right. then it just, you know nope. what? Never mind. Nope. Nope. Scratch that. <sighs> Let us know what your speedrun is in the comments down below or in iTunes. Uh, the next thing, because this is going to take up most of the show, oh. uh, is a segment that yeah. we like to call yeah. our controller toss moment. That's that moment when you're watching the film and you silently, for me it was loudly, have that you have got to be kidding me and you wing your controller across the room. Stacey, uh, how many controllers do you have left? Um, well, I, I threw all of them all at once. Well, no, in very quick succession. Like in Mary one, in one moment. Uh, yeah, yeah. Just, uh, it was really awful. I, I broke the movie for a minute. We, we had to regroup. Um, wow. I do love talking about this show uh, on the show, but you sent us a text message and literally no words. It was just a picture of all her very destroyed remote controls. Like batteries everywhere, <laughs> parts of controls. Through, just no so words. Hard. Just like, hey, this is what I think of this movie. Here's the shit show. Here you go. <laughs> That's right. It was amazing. I was like, yeah, it was the best part of my whole Sunday. (laughs) All of them. I'm not going to start with the the one that uh, made me do that, though. I cannot wait. But um, there was a pretty good controller toss moment. I I don't know how I feel about this, but when uh, they're coming out of hiding after they've been out on the surface of Mars. Okay. And it pans back, and you just see they're crawling out of the face of Mars. Oh, yeah, yeah. I, I... 
Yeah, yeah, yeah. Unnecessary. All really, right. you're just like, you're over it. You're, you're just, 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 you're, all right, guys. You're just like, all you right. Know what? <laughs> we get it. You're on Mars. Yeah. We get it. Yeah. Man, that was a controller toss moment for you, huh? It was eye rolling just for me. Okay. I didn't. It was, more, it was more of a come on. Yeah, mm. yeah, very much. That, that's a moment where those. it's a moment where I check to make sure my controller is still on. It's like, am I still playing? Yeah, okay. <laughs> yeah, I'm yeah. Keep it low, and then yeah. we'll right, get to the right. Uh, how about you, Patrick? I think what, what's um, your first one? My first one was um, actually it was the second time that I fell asleep during the movie. Oh wow! I looked back up and threw my controller. And went, come on! I can't stay awake during this tire fire. Like it was. <laughs> this movie's fine for me. I didn't have a lot of those moments. Uh, that were I was throwing things or like it didn't move me. I didn't like it enough to dislike it. It's taupe. Interesting. It's just like I, <laughs> it's it didn't elicit anything. I'm like, yeah, this movie's fine. It's the worst. It's safe. It's boring. It's dumb. There wasn't a moment when I'm like, what are you doing? But I couldn't even invest enough to throw anything. At best, I was like, oh, okay, it's still on. I gotta rewind it and then I'd like look at the. I'd scroll back on YouTube about four minutes from where I dozed off last yeah. time, and then I had to hear Alec Mason say something else dumb and I can, rather you know, rinse repeat. I can 100 percent agree that this movie was taupe. This yeah, was, it, was, <laughs> it was boring. That was super there, boring. There were a couple of things that were just lazy. Though. Yeah. Oh. Um, but so you didn't really have any sort of standout. It was just eh. It was yeah. I mean, most yeah. of that film, and actually, I had some quotes which we'll get to that oh, I actually yeah, I kind it. of enjoyed slash hated but the, okay. no for the most part they weren't like and I'll even say this before I let you guys I want to hear your, your controller toss moments but like this is uh, the guy who directed this did the Battlestar Galactica re- the reboot right? he directed a lot of episodes yeah. of that which I so like you, you were very critical of the special effects and which I think I'm fine with if there's a compelling story behind. Like, I, I actually really thought the production value in later episodes of Battlestar Galactic were all right. You can actually... But the, the movies, the, the pilots that they were, were pretty, like, bare-boned. But the, mm-hmm. it was an incredibly compelling story with, like, characters you could invest in from the jump. And they they set up this world that I cared about. And, mm-hmm. like, mm-hmm. It, the, it was so well-paced. And this was, like, none of that. So, like, on top of, like, having just really bottom-basement special effects, I also didn't care okay. at all. And and just a little bit of background, this is you're somebody who's played all of the Red Faction. Yeah, games. I like Red Faction. I was ready like when you uh when you suggested this mark and I gave you shit on Twitter, I was like, all right, like, this is a a world that could be fleshed out in some really interesting ways. There's some mm-hmm. really kind of cool, potentially interesting political themes that you could explore. This movie chose not to. None of them. None of those. None of those and did nothing interesting. Uh, and so, like, yeah, I went into this a little optimistic and, like I said, fell asleep yeah. north of three times. So uh, that's how I feel about this movie. Like, I, I, I haven't played all of the Red Faction games. Yeah. I loved Gorilla. Yeah. Gorilla was... Like Grand Theft Auto Mars, mm-hmm. you drive anywhere, destroy any building, yeah. drive away, come back, it's back up, destroy it again. Totally. I I barely used any of the weapons except for the sledgehammer. Right. Yeah, it why was would so you? much fun. Totally. And and this had this I think had none of that. Oh, the world is interesting, and and because to me, Gorilla was uh, uh, don't. Don't mm-hmm. even talk yeah. about Armageddon right now. <laughs> As he throws up Armageddon on the screen. Because Gorilla, Gorilla was like, oh, I'm having so much fun in this world. Let's see what people are up to. Like, the, mm-hmm. the world that they created as a player made me interested in what the story of this world was. Yeah. Where this had none of that. Like, the action wasn't as, mu- as such to make me want to care about what happens to these characters. Sure. And these characters weren't enough to make me want to mm-hmm. care about this world. Um, so when it comes to controller toss moments, there are some things that, are, that never get a payoff. Right. Like, 
at the top of the movie when they were they were flying in. What's that? Anomaly. And they never uh, explain what an anomaly. Oh no! Oh, Don't yeah. even go into it. Okay. okay. It's an yeah. anomaly. Oh. Thanks. Yeah. Didn't well, need it. But then they do. They bring up anomalies again. And they're like, it's going to be impossible to get in there. There's so many anomalies so, all over the place, and they just waltz right in. Yeah. Like it's well, nothing. Wasn't that difficult? Like they have to a get little there. swirl off yep. in the distance, but it's fine. How they're many? Good. How many do you have? Because I think we, we yeah. should yeah. just kind not, of. No, no, no. I okay. cannot really, wait to hear. Really, these. I only have one other big one. The rest of them are just kind of like. Really? Okay, like, go ahead. Just ridiculous. Go ahead, and then I will list the rest <clears throat> of mine off. And if anybody wants to comment on them, I'll pile will. on. Yeah, right, yeah, I'm on board. I'll, I'll we'll, we'll go with the okay. one that made me break a controller. Oh, <laughs> please, um, perfect. So it's it's when um, when Tess and Jake are, are captured and they're in a jail cell. Yeah, and they need. I know where to you're going. I know out. where you're going. They do. They do they need. Really they need they, to they get do. Out of there. They need to get out of there. And Jake and his infinite wisdom. Look, great plan. Looks at Tess and Solid goes, plan. "All right, here we go. You're taking your shirt off. I'm gonna get the guard's attention. You're gonna distract him. Yeah, and I'm gonna attack how'd, him. How'd that work out? <laughs> it, it did not. <laughs> well, and the moment he's saying this, I'm like, "Yeah, a woman's gonna open that door. Yeah, <laughs> first but, off, so, straight up, but." Also, terrible idea. Just terrible. And the worst thing is it's not even like, hey, like, try to get their attention so that they'll open the door. No. There's no view screen. No, no, no. He's banging on the door. I need help. I I need need help. help. Come here. I agree. Oh, it's just, it's awful. Yeah, that was rough. It's like, I'm sorry, this is our protagonist? Are you... Really? It's like, I mean, if if there was a, if there were breasts that I didn't want to see, yours would be them. It's like if that helps, that doesn't. It help. definitely oh, yeah. does not. Terrible thing the to amount say. of like freaking out about the situation that they are both doing is just absurd. Oh, it was, it was terrible. It was it, terrible, and it got completely invalidated by the fact that the door op- would have opened because he beat on the door. Not and nothing no. happened, and they just beat up the guard anyway. Yeah. Right, totally. No, this is ridiculous. <laughs> yep. Uh, so. Uh, that was definitely one of mine. What was I'll, it? I'll try to speed through these. I can't wait um, to hear these. So we see the flashback of how Jake's mother and sister were killed. Yes. And we see a whole bunch of parts where they're not there, where Jake and Lyra aren't there. And how? so how does he see the, like, talking between I don't the know. leader of the oh, EDF? Oh, I, I wondered. Awful. Yep. Awful. It's real bad. Um, it's sci-fi, right? That's, we believe these things. Yeah. That's just the given. So yes. when he first discovers Lyra, you know, and they go gun to knife, and then he just stops, and they both just stop and look at each other, and then she just bails, and like, no, 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 you, well, I mean, it would make sense to be like, hey, we're trying to stay secret, don't kill anybody. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, but still, it's like, n- nothing? Like, do you not even, ah, uh, uh, awful. Um, when Alec calls uh, the matriarch, the, the leader of the marauders, okay, and instantly she's like, "Yo, what up?" Like, oh, yeah. not yep. not like, "Hey, hold hold on a second, I got it." She's like, she's on waiting she's by the phone, to talk, makeup oh, yeah. ready to rock. I know it's impressive, <laughs> awful. To live that kind of life, just constantly ready. And there are the times where they tea like th- there was never really a full tease of like a relationship between Jake and Tess, but. Instantly, they're the closest. But all of a sudden, they're so yeah. close and like we've been through hell. Like, no, what right. the awful. No. Um, why does Lyra have a British accent? Unless That's her a great question. It more evil. Well, um, if hey, her, look, it does. It if, does. If her and her mate, uh, Hale, uh, yeah, if her and Hale like were raised together because they were both brainwashed kids, 
then that would make sense to me. Like, that's a voice you're around, you pick up that vocal trait. But, like, dumb, 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 stupid, dumb, dumb, and (laughs) dumb. Um... What else you got? Hey, are you okay? You, I just re- found out that you had a family. Cut to them five minutes later. Did they bone? What the... What, you know what? I know you're going through a lot right now. We should probably bone. Obviously. Uh, oh, sure. Uh, whatever you say, Hale. Um, <laughs> God damn it. Um, <laughs> then the moment... I don't even know the dude's name, uh, but the dude that got stabbed in the eye by their mom. Uh, yeah. Just when they enter the facility for the second time, he goes, she's been aiding them all along. What? No! Oh, out of nowhere. Right, right, yeah, and right, they don't even follow right. up on this. It's nope. just like, he's gonna make that accusation. I'm gonna right. awkwardly beat the it. shit out of that's her later. It. Yeah. <laughs> oh. And then, and the, the last one was I was just in a, a, something that could have been fixed like that. Mm-hmm. Super simple, but at that point, I had, I had no other. I was on Wii remotes. That's that's how you were just could, out of control. I was just out of control. Just, I don't. Luckily, one of them I threw had a cord, so I could just bring it back yeah. to me, and I threw it again. Um, so when Hale comes in, he's like, "Aim it at the terraformer," and he points the gun at the dude, but he does like he doesn't put it <laughs> on his. Te- he like rests it against his head, uh, yeah. like. Uh, the, and a- the best way that I could put this, like an awkward sex thing, uh, it just put just kind of puts it on his forehead, like do it, and it's like. Oh, you're you're gonna you're gonna fire this gun and it's gonna be real loud in my ear. Let's, that's it. Let's explore. That. Let's so, let's explore that awkward sex comment. <laughs> nope, let's not do that. Uh, so to to build off of that moment, so just the change of aim to the terraformer when he um, demands the adjustment, it's this minuscule. I think he says like five degrees or something sure. like that. And it pans back, and we just see the entire thing swing so, completely around. Like, and I'm like, yeah, that's not five degrees. Like, really? You're like, that's 720 like, degrees. Do you know how this works? Like, like you're not doing your job. Yeah. Like, My favorite was when he 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 does demand that he shoot the terraformer, and then the guy goes into this, like, I don't know who he's talking to, but an explanation about what will happen if he shoots the terraformer. But if we shoot the terraformer, that like he this whole exposition dump kind of around terraformers and what the, the ramifications of that are. But he's dead eyed, like at, in the camera. <laughs> that he forgot dude, to teach us. He's not even talking in hell. No, that dude as terrible as as not that great. I won't say bad because you can't. You do what you can with what you're given. Sure, Fair. that character. Was the worst actor in that entire film. A hundred percent. Okay. Dead eye. Just yeah. Like, yeah. That was pretty Hey, good. if we. Hey, hey, Mark, could you shoot the terraformer? Mark, could you could we, you shoot it? We can't do that. Why? Why, why can't if, you shoot that? If we do that, then all of the oxygen will will be gone. <laughs> Perfect. We don't need another take. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Done. Where so, was my agent when we I were auditioning <laughs> for this in oh. 2011? <laughs> <laughs> Those are so. If you have any other controller toss, the, there's I mean, nothing. Oh, I've got I've got oh, lines I've got great. lines of dialogue great. from great. the one and only Robert Patrick playing oh, our hero oh, Alec Mason. Absolutely, oh, dude, loved me some Robert Patrick in this movie. He was great. Yeah, I agree. So, uh, so here's the thing. Here, here it is. This movie, this is the <laughs> this, thing yeah, this right is here. Uh, so the thing about Red <laughs> Faction uh, is is it's it's always been this story of like reclamation. There's a whole bunch of political ties to sure, it, and, yeah. and it. it Everybody trying to take control of Mars. None, none of it was pre-established. Mm-mm. Like even the little bit that we got at the top of the movie about Alec Mason doesn't 
didn't set up the movie or him nope. whatsoever as a character. Nope. No. And additionally, it was weird too because I thought that I thought like the pivot was going to be okay. If we're not going to set up this whole political climate around Mars, it'll mm-hmm. be about. What, what Red Faction used to excel at was destruction, right? Mm-hmm. That this would be that's a game where like uh, again they they, they had, had rendered like literally every environment as destructible, and it was groundbreaking at the time. And you see mm-hmm. that implemented now with like real time physics in a lot of games. Maybe not to the extent that that, but that was that game. Battlefield One, I would say so. I agree, right? Yeah. And so that was a game that like they were like, okay, that's the hook. We're just gonna break some shit. Like he's gonna go to town, or perhaps he's gonna get a hammer. And like even if they won't set up all that could be interesting, they're gonna get mm-hmm. back to core gameplay tenets, and they don't do that. None of the stuff that makes uh, Red Faction Red Faction really made it into this no. movie, except for the Mason name. It's just generic mm-hmm. Mars film. Mm-hmm. Like, what is this? Like, instead of, like, what if they're they're out of guns, like, for the final shutdown, they're out of guns, and they need to take this down somehow, and they just find the workers' tools, and they find sledgehammers, and they take down the they like, take down it. the supports, and it but all collapses. That, that I suggests liked they it. put a lot more thought into it than they actually did. I just want Robert Patrick like in, jumping out of the ship at the end, jumps out, lands on it, holds up the hammer, one long look at his son, and then just goes to town. Great, awesome. That like, I would I'm watch. A, like I'm gonna crash into it, but Infinitely I'm gonna get one last yeah, hammer. Yeah, strike yeah, in there. yeah, yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. And, and hammer the and the hammer goes nuclear. I don't care. Let's make up some really ridiculous stuff. But son, I've been working there. on this <laughs> nuclear hammer. He's been carrying he around was, this whole time, waiting for I, an yeah, excuse to use it. To, totally. I really dug Robert Patrick. Uh, he, that that man's aged a little bit, and I really loved uh, uh, Hologram Lady when she straight up was like, "Years have not been kind <laughs> to you." And I was like, "That's not on my list of quotes." But I was like, "I thought the same thing." That man has been inside a bottle for a minute. I, f- I feel really bad though because Robert Patrick seems like a name to get generic sci-fi fans sure. in on this movie, yeah. and it, mm-hmm. it works because like I saw the cast list. Robert Patrick's at the bottom of it, but I was still like, "Oh, cool!" Right, and, and he's playing Alec Mason. Yeah. Awesome. Yeah, yeah. And the fact that if, in case you haven't seen the movie, we'll, we'll save you a little bit of time. Watch it drunk with your friends. Oh yeah. But the okay. fact that after mm. p- having such a connection with Alec Mason throughout, gr- personally through Gorilla, and this is the state he's in, and that's how he goes out. That's kind of bullshit to me. That it's, sucks. All of it sucks. Like, but even then, like this, this movie never even faints at being for you. Or for me, like, this movie doesn't do, like, it does nothing for people who are invested in that universe anyway, so why would they, like, they don't spend the first 91 minutes of the film, why are they going to give you, like, a great send-off? Like, I I can't figure out why that there's even a tie-in to this. This isn't, it's, it's so, like, to your point, Mark, like, they just use a name, a name, and then mm-hmm. they, they say the words Red Faction nine times yeah. during the course of this but film. There's but there's really no organization about it. No, it's any, really like, awkward, too. Nothing. Like, they go out of their way to be like, yeah, Red Faction, it's like... It's tough. Even at the end, when it's like we, I, I propose that we connect the Marauders yes. and, and the the settlers and create a new faction, and then Tess goes, "So we have a new red faction, huh?" I know. No, no, I know. It's yeah. something new. Yeah. yeah. Yes. Yes. Were yes. You, there? you were there. Yeah. You were paying attention. <laughs> yeah. Presumably. Maybe not. Um, Maybe all right. Not. So let's let's sort of let's go a little bit through the quote plot. I'm excited about okay. quotes for, little you, bit. for you guys. Uh, so This had some, some humdingers. Essentially, yeah. uh, our lead, Jake Mason, yes. uh, on a mission discovers that his sister that he thought long dead 
is still alive. So he goes, he he deserts the Red Faction right. on a journey to find his sister and rebuild his family. Uh-huh. That sounds like it could be fun. And also you're on Mars. Sure. But we have... Hard to mess up Mars. Yeah, let's, let's mess up some Mars. But uh, <laughs> the, there are so many weird reasons to like get people together on screen and then get rid of them only for them to come back. And it, the, the dialogue is never that great. Doesn't explain a lot. We get two uh, Marauder characters. Uh, that's Leo and Corvallis, if, if I'm remembering correctly. Uh-huh. Yep. Mm-hmm. Uh, that just sort of become a member of the party. Yeah, uh, they're kind of Wookies. Kind of, there's a life debt. Just show up. Yeah, you, you could replace know. every one of his lines with "ah," you'd be fine. <laughs> True, and they were still one of my favorite parts. Would have been movie. fine, right? Totally, easily, I, super. Yeah, just Leo. Great. Leo, I was as soon as we saw him, I was like, "This guy's probably going to get killed, and then everybody's going to come together." Mm-hmm. Um, but he became one of my favorite characters by the end. Me too. Uh, and yep. we'll get more to that yep. at favorite lines. Oh yes. Oh, yeah. um, but so <laughs> they meet. Me. They, <laughs> so they meet up Leo and Corvallis, <laughs> and then they head to uh, uh, Asimov, which is yeah. the seedy bar, at, just to kind of find uh, information about this group of white-clad soldiers. Um, Tess is like, hey. Remember how I say I'm the smartest person in the room? Well, I'm the smartest person in the room. I hacked the mainframe. <laughs> but, but by smartest, you don't mean more, most clever, because everything you say sounds real dumb. Oh, my gosh. Well, like, that was the best line you could come up with? Smartest woman in the room? Oh, yeah. No, it was, it was a real good one. Yeah. The problem with Tess was, she was, so they wrote her and directed her to simultaneously be, like, the strong female character. Sure. And also the constant damsel in distress. And so you you can't yeah. be both hmm. things, and yet that was constantly like this terrible tug of war that yeah. she seemed to be playing. So like she was like, no, she's really smart and really capable, except she's going to be screaming and can't do anything right mm-hmm. here. Sure, like, like the, it was really weird. Like in the first time they enter the EDF building, and and the the fight breaks out, and there's the quick incident of her like crawling to safety. And I was like, we don't need that. No. Yeah, and the constant leaving her behind, and just it's like sure. okay, she's proving over and over again that she's actually pretty useful to have around. And and I think I mean maybe Jake is just so set in that I have to protect like yeah, but he, she was the one that beat the shit care. out of the I, guy that came into the or the gal that came into the the room. Yes, so, so like she's clearly capable. So she of crawls off. Shit. Yeah, that's a great just, point. Well, but also like speaking to that, Jake seemingly only sees her as a pair of breasts and a brain because like hey. You've got boobs. Use them. Like, and that's the, that's o- that's the you can be only helpful. thing she's yeah. good at. Yeah. I mean, yeah, you're not a trained like member of the faction or anything. Like, just, just she's the reason know. that you're here. I... She's the reason you're here. That's idiot. how you got I know, there. Totally. I, treat her with some damn respect I and know. eject it her out of the ship and, and make her take her shirt off. Like, useless. Just like constantly guys, proving right? herself, and he just never like. We're no. terrible. No, guys suck. Guys um, suck. So once. The Lyra makes the connection with Jake. Uh, she steals his like uh, tablet and like looks through looks through photos. Yeah. And then, despite years of reprogramming, starts to remember. Uh, remembers that the knife. F- all, first of all, dumb to have the murder weapon dumb. on oh. your person Real, at all times. Real dumb. Ridiculous. Uh, I'm gonna. Le- I'm, least dumb costume decision in this, but that's another. <laughs> that is another. But, uh, but uh, yeah, and funny how that's another dude with an eye patch yes. from a uh, from a Michael Nankin production. Yes, but um, then she she's having sort of this conflict of self, like, but I was raised to be this person, but this is my this is my real family. Um, 
Which is completely valid. Like, the only thing that really invalidated, invalidated Lyra as a character to me is the fact that she had a British accent. There was no reason okay. for her to have a British accent. I'll give you that. Like, for me, though, like, um, so I think you're right, but your, your, your imagination has to fill in that gap, right? Like, sure. To, mm-hmm. say, to say, okay, there really, there must be something compelling on both sides for her to be conflicted, but I'm like, I don't know, the guys you're with are kind of shitty, and the people you're going to are also kind of terrible, so, I don't know, six of one, half a dozen, like, who cares? Just take I, off, go somewhere so else. I'm with you, like, like uh, superficially, it sounds like it could be compelling, but, like, mm-hmm. y- you had to fill in some gaps. No, sure, on paper, it's like, oh, that makes sense. Right, and then right. you meet these people, and they're all vapid and terrible, and, like, <laughs> Just don't. Just Ugh. leave Mars. Yeah. Yeah. Go back to Earth. At that point, you're Earth sounds this. great. Trust me. We're here. Come on the show. And the weird, the weird prejudice against Earthborn people. Yeah. Like, it, that's not a like. Let's let's <clears throat> like lay on uh, prejudice as a joke still. Yeah, and it was really weird because it wasn't even well carried out. It not was just like, all. oh, we're prejudiced. Or there's all this prejudice, but you never really see, like, it's like they're no. telling you, hey, there's all this prejudice. They call it out, but it, you, you're right, you don't feel that, not no. once. No, nope. not at all. Yep. And, and that that's one of the few places where I feel like you would have to maybe know a little bit about Red Faction. Sure. Um, but even so, that's something that... <laughs> Tess already has so much working against her in the script. She you, doesn't need you more. You don't no, need you're right. more. You're right, you're right. It's like, and even for the the joke at the end, where it's like I don't know if we could have an Earthling on the like somebody for a, what is it a Terra or a whatever Terran, they call them? yeah I don't know yeah, yeah. Uh, on, on the team and he gives the worst like I'm just kidding smirk oh. yeah and it was like it's <laughs> like you, I'm already on the team aren't I you look like I, I asked you the square root of something I'm like Mark what's the square root of thirty four oh, no, no I would be You're math like, woman on that I would be like <laughs> just like. Unbelievable. To his credit, I absolutely actually expected him to be more like, no, 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 you have to say safe. You can't be on this new team. So the fact that he made a horrible joke instead I'll was actually that. kind of a breath of fresh she, air. She, you think she would have been like more comfortable with all of that, uh, all that, I don't know, uh, oppression if she had like this sweet tattoo that like Mars rules or something like that? <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. Know, right? but now on I the neck. That. Yeah. <laughs> Earth right. is for losers. Yeah. Earth sucks. It's a down, like thumbs down emoji. All of her shirts. Yeah, it's like, totally. Terrible. Yeah, yeah. Probably. Earth That'd and be a little poop emoji. Sure. Just like no. <laughs> That'd sure. be enough. That'll buy her yeah. some Martian cred if anything does. The sweet Martian cred. Yes. Um, but I mean, happily ever after. Supposedly, like mm. Lyra and uh, and Jake. Uh, go back to their dad's house and they're like, hey, let's hang out. She finds her teddy bear and is like, I'm home. Yeah, yeah, yep. Yeah. Whatever, man. Yeah, it's an awkward ending. I, I know. And they do, and they do that thing where, like, she looks, like, again, diametrically different than she did when she was on the, the other the other faction because her hair's down and her makeup's done and everything. And she looks she like... She be cute and girly. She has to be, right? But at the yeah. same time, how come on the mission her hair seemed to be down and, like, not fully, like... Jet oh back. yeah! As soon as she pulled off of her, oh that's right. Which, by the way, why did she do that immediately after? Like, yeah. right? In, okay. Especially, Logic. it's like Logic. I'm not going to kill you because I don't want people to find out who we are. But I, this thing is so uncomfortable. Just gotta. Just, gotta I'll give down. away my identity to anybody who may know who I am. Totally. Women, am I right? Right. They're, the <laughs> They're from Earth. They have boobs. <laughs> all that stuff. Yeah. 
<laughs> God, I hate Jake Mason. As a character, I really don't like Jake Mason as a character. He, he re- Especially because... No, he is terrible. Awful. Alec, Alec is, is the character that we recognize from the games, and he's played by Robert Patrick, who is right. a well-known and well-loved actor. Sure. Despite, like, but his faults as a character made him more compelling. Yes. If it, this is about his redemption story yep. as opposed to his, his son trying to fix his mistakes. Yep. Like, mm-hmm. we even get it at the end where he's like, you're a better man than I ever was. You, you did something that I never could. I couldn't fulfill the promise to your mother. Like, that's nice. But he was a total dick about it. And we right. just watched it for the last hour and a half. Yep. Yep. Ugh. <sighs> Alex Mason is so much more interesting. And they're like, no, let's make it about his kid. Um, ugh. So, First all right. mistake. Not fun. Uh, let's let's go through a little bit of uh, production development on this. Uh, this was made by uh, produced by Universal Cable Productions and the UFO Film Company, um, and uh, this was supposed to be a prequel to Armageddon. Right. Uh, and the series, I believe, was supposed to maybe lean a little bit more into what Armageddon was. But Armageddon doesn't that isn't that Darius? Isn't that the grandson? Of oh, Alec Mason, is. so it's like it doesn't even have any direct ties. So that way, right. they would have had some story room sure, to have yeah. fun. So mm-hmm. have some bloody fun with it. Nope. No, no, um, we can't have that. Yeah, this this is not Absolutely about fun. Not. This movie is not no. fun. Nope. We don't have this. Isn't Mars? Mars is a no fun zone. I don't know if you. Got, no fun I, I don't know if you got that on the the, the briefing <clears throat> on the way up. Uh, I did not. Totally no, skipped yeah. it. Um, as we mentioned, this is directed why they by. Don't like people from Earth. No, I know. We suck. Um, this is, movie was directed by Michael Nankin, who, as we mentioned, uh, Battlestar Galactica. Yes. He handled the reboot. Uh, Chicago Hope, Dresden Files, Terminator, The Sarah Connor Chronicles, which, despite some of the story stuff, was a pretty fun show. It's all right. Uh, I never saw that. CSI and a lot of episodes of Eureka, which is a wonderful show for the Sci Fi Network. Okay. Um, mm-hmm. he, he does a lot of stuff with Sci Fi. Um, this didn't have any. Uh, Critical, like official reviewer score on Rotten okay. Tomatoes, but this has a twenty-four percent audience score oh, on Rotten Tomatoes right. uh, and a five-point-two stars on IMDb. Uh, talking about some of the reviews, we have uh, James uh, O'Elly, uh, O'Elly from uh, Sci-Fi Movie Page, who says stands heads and shoulders above <clears throat> the scraping of the bottom of the Sarlacc pit world of sci-fi movies, such as Almighty Thor and Battle of Los Angeles. Screw you, Lavalanchula was amazing. Uh, that, however, doesn't mean that it is any good. Uh, and then Cindy White from IGN said, It offers a compelling, if formulaic, story of redemption that doesn't feel like a waste of, of a good 90 minutes. Thank you for your kindness, but I will disagree. Yeah. Um, yep. yeah. I, this is one of the few where it's just like, oh, this is for the show. And like it's like it's the middle of the Romans where it's not bad enough to where we could be no. like, man, this was bad. I don't dislike it enough to even like it. Like I, I just it's taupe. This is taupe. Yeah. The movie. It's just not. It was just meh. I like, know. Uh, and I want to uh, shout out to Tyson Davis in the chat. Remember, we are live on YouTube every other Monday at six p.m. Pacific Standard Time. Who says you guys must be running out of movies to pick this one? <laughs> uh-huh. um, Sometimes we just thanks, like to Tyson. punish ourselves. Yeah, well, we well, don't like ourselves. Well, well, here's the thing: is there's kind of a method to the madness. There are so many animated video game movies that mm-hmm. I don't want to sort of like bunch them back and forth. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, though next week we are going back to animated, and it's a complete 180 to oh. what this one is. It's a part of the list that I already mentioned to you guys, Great. so it's not going to be a total surprise. Um, who boy. Oh. I'm excited for that one, too. Can't um, But, uh, yeah. Yeah. The, like, uh, we're about to get to some of our favorite parts of the show, because uh, we're not too low on time, but I want to make sure we have enough time to sure. get to it. Uh, we're going to talk about some of our favorite lines of dialogue 
from this uh, from this film. Uh, I've got four, and I'm sure some of you share it with me. Probably. So, uh, Patrick, I want to hear what one of your favorite lines is. Yeah, I'll, I'll start. Uh, this is probably one that we all share, so um, if you didn't, I, I think you're dead inside. But this is uh, at the end when Jake is exchanging a knife with Leo, and he hands the knife to Leo, and he says, this belonged to my mother, to which Leo says, I can't even say this, I will kill someone you hate with this. <laughs> and I laughed till I like like a crazy person. I was like, that is the right response to getting a knife like that. It was the best. It was, it was amazing. It was and so good. It was also the only time that I identified with Jake, because he just kind of looks at him and goes, that sounds great. Yeah, that's the right answer. <laughs> I know, I was yeah. like, bravo. Right. Finally, we're having some there fun at the 92-minute mark. I was like, yes. Oh, we so made like, it there eventually. I, I legit loved that line. Some of yeah, these I've got right. on here sarcastically, but I thought that was really like kind of weirdly self-aware. Like, what do you do when you get a knife like that? And like, Leo's such a quirky dude. I don't oh, yeah. know. I, genius. It was the perfect. It was my favorite. It was my favorite line of the film, and it kind of wasn't even close. But that was one of the things where it's like, I want more Leo. Yes. I, I, if this was a series, I would watch it for Leo. Yeah, me too. Yes. So yeah, me too. Uh, bizarre. He could did, definitely be our main character. Did you, did you have a bunch <laughs> oh, of Leo lines? I've got that that one. That, okay, okay. Yeah, that okay. one is my Leo line. Um, but I've got a lot of Alec. Oh well, yeah, what do lots you have? of Alex. Uh, well, let's go with the most motivational line of the entire movie. Can't wait. Yeah. Can't wait. Uh, sobriety only happens if you let it. Sun. Love that. But that's the thing is, thank like, you. Robert Patrick had all of the like zinger one-liners oh, that was like, no, 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 that's the lead of this movie. Yes. Like, that's a yeah. great line. <laughs> also a great line, the dead don't want anything. That's one of the benefits of being dead. Yes. That's so an amazing I, know. I agree. I, and I, uh, like, I love those moments, mm-hmm. for sure. Surprisingly, happens if you let it, son, is... Classic. I totally just mm. that, that's epitaph worthy. Oh, it is oh. so. I agree. That Easily. is so good. Easily. That's this Friday night oh, worthy. That is. Ooh. Um. Yeah. And yeah. and the last one that I had, I consider a legit like the, his dialogue and his his uh, arc through this, despite being a secondary character, was like the fringe of what the lead character is supposed to do. Yeah. Like going to uh the head of the Marauders and be like, save my son. Like that like that's something that you like you oh I understand my hero right. is trying to struggle with this, but he can't do it himself and then he finally gets off of his feet and, and stops drinking, brings himself up up on his laurels. Um his last line of the movie, it's my turn. One last swing of the hammer. Yes, that's that action movie. Like I'm going out swinging. Like that's yeah. an awesome line. But then he doesn't use a hammer. And then he doesn't like this crashes and eats shit. Or like it, it goes. To, like I know it's like a brand new ship, but it goes to like uh, hanging from the rearview mirror is like a little like hammer. <laughs> yes, that would have been like the ship was Perfect named the Hammer or yes. something. Totally, some little nod. Oh. See, that's the kind of little nods that you need, especially for fans of the game. Totally. Just something to recognize and be like, oh yeah, this is for Again, me. Who is this movie for? Because it's know. not for people who, dude. I, I, again, I didn't use any weapons while playing no, Gorilla. I would, I would just run around a dude and smack him with a hammer and then smack him again and then and bust then down the building. bring down the building. Yeah. Yes. I was, I was legitimately, when we were bringing this up, I was like, I kind of want to rebuy a PS3 and get Gorilla and like do a date, like a stream. Yeah. Like just messing yeah. around. Dude. Fun and on Mars. On board. <laughs> Fun and on Mars. That's our series. Yeah. I like it. Ugh. Dude, um, uh, I, does anybody have any other lines? I, I did. I had a couple other ones. So this is involves Leo. Okay. So you right. they they get <coughs> right outside Asimov. They get there and they're the uh, the they're going to kidnap Leo, 
and he follows he, he makes eye contact with that sexy blonde girl or that's gross to say she's 16 or whatever whatever the point is they have a connection he follows her down the alley and she says have you ever been with a woman and he's like yeah yes here's your taco oh, mr yes, crusty yeah. and she goes how about the next time someone asks you that the you don't have to lie or that, or that answer wouldn't be a lie it was so good, was good. and i was like Okay, Tushi, I want a side story with her because she's a baller. Oh, she yeah. delivered that, like, cold-blooded. Like, yeah, it was no, so good. She's clearly yeah, out there killing it. Totally. I would watch yep, that, too. Yep. For so, sure. Do you have any more, Stacey? Uh, there was one. So it's um, Corvallis, right? This is his name? Leo's uh, uncle? Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, okay. yeah. So when uh, he and Jake are parting ways and... <laughs> He, they're saying bye, and he goes, until we leave Mars, you know, talking about protecting him. And Jake just goes, love how you guys say die. <laughs> oh, that's right. Goonies do never say die. I Thanks. Do. Marauders Thanks never say die. spelling that out for us, but... Was, I, I don't think that was even, like, in the script. I think that was just... That just was just, just like, Brian. Just like, he thought they'd said cut. He's like, I like how you say die. That's, like, maybe. That was, that was great. You know, that would keep that in. Keep, that was one of our top five lines. That would actually um, justify that happening mm-hmm. right there. Who is Eyepatch Guy? Is it Stoller? I think it's Stoller. Okay, so Stoller also had a very... The delivery was like very Mystery Science Theater 3000, but he says, The great burden of leadership is to always know the truth, no matter how badly you want to believe the lie. It was so intense. It was yeah. way overacted, but like the line itself is pretty great. Dude, chill. Yeah, just, just like, oh, chill. dial back. Yeah, this command has been stressful. Like, well, you, I mean, dude's got his, he doesn't I, have like good depth perception. Just, uh, true, that's true, yeah. but get the man a Xanax, a little a Mars a Xanax. <laughs> chill out. Yeah, chill. Get your ass back yes. to Mars. All right, so uh, <laughs> yes. th- this, uh, we, usually at this time, we would recast the movie, but this was so recent and it was a TV movie. I was like, what other fun thing could we do aside from recasting the movie? <laughs> yes. And this has started to become some of my favorite, one of my favorite parts of the show. Amen. So instead of recasting, we're going to be pitching a sci fi TV movie. Based on a popular video game, how can we do this better? Uh, let's let's we're gonna figure it out. Um, can you please go first? You want me to go? Yes, because yes. I cause, all right. Because yeah, just to set the table a little bit, when we were going back and forth, a text messaging about this, it was a really great suggestion Mark had, and he's like, "Hey, what do you guys think you'll do?" And we'll get to what Stacey and I chose, and then you throw yours out well, there, originally- and we're just all so, shut it up, down. Like, full, full disclosure, I was originally gonna do Earth Defense Force. Uh, not bad because yes. sci-fi does stuff with giant bugs, giant animals all the time. It seems Same like a no-brainer. Yes, Absolutely. but instead. I decided the best thing that that would probably yield the best results, and and I figure Ubisoft would be all over it if they're not planning it already, I'm going to be doing Far Cry 3 Blood Dragon. And there it is, folks. So Far Cry 3 Blood Dragon is uh, an offshoot game of Far Cry 3 uh, that takes place... It's essentially an 80s movie. Yeah. Uh, and you're on this... You wake up as a cyborg on this island, and you tra- have to try to find the hearts of these blood dragons with your giant Komodo dragons that shoot lasers out of their yep. mouths. You take cyber hearts from cyber ninjas, uh, and it's like your old CO that is the bad guy. That's not really a spoiler. You find out super early in the game. Um, so I wouldn't change too much. Uh, for our lead character, Sergeant Rex Power Cult. So good. I Cult, not cult. C-O-L-T. I would keep it with the game yes. and go Michael Bean. Okay. 100%. Okay. Because he'd be super... He's still doing action stuff like this. We talked to him recently. Uh, at, well, not recently, but at Comic-Con last year uh, with the Action Movie Anatomy guys. Check out that interview. Uh, I He's all over it. Uh, for Colonel Ike Sloan, the main, prota- or the main antagonist, Carl Weathers. 
Okay. Car- oh, like, so totally. Yes. Yes. As, as another cy- yes. like former cyber cyber commando. Yes. All about Carl Weathers. Yep. He's into this type of thing. Um, and then finally, uh, our female lead, Doctor Elizabeth Veronica Darling. I have two. I would pick one of these two. I think I would love to see her do it in a heartbeat. Kate McKinnon. I hey. would love mm. to see her do this. But as yeah. Justin Bieber. <laughs> No, as Jeff Sessions. But uh, but who oh I would God. like to see this a little um, bit more. We have two types of problems. Um, <laughs> so um, one of my favorite TV shows in the past couple of years is a Comedy Central animated show called Moonbeam City, which is this glorified okay. 80s show, and it, sh- it showed me that I would love to see Elizabeth Banks yeah. in a role like Dr. Elizabeth Veronica Darling. Okay. This, right. like, this is screaming for, is, totally. for an adaptation. I watch this all day. It's a short story... Yep. It seems like it could be adapted really well. Sci-fi, get on it. That's my pitch. Who wants to go next? I just want to watch that show. I wish I had you go last. Shut it down. Because nothing is even worth watching. It's, it is the perfect choice. Well done. I love y'all. Who wants yeah. to go next? I want to hear Stacey's. Uh, hers is a game that's near and dear to my heart. And it was my runner-up. Couldn't bring myself to do it. And I want to hear. I'm, okay. I'm wait, excited wait, wait, about this wait. pitch. I may have picked the wrong graphic. Go ahead. We may right. not have a graphic for this because I messed up. <laughs> okay, so I took Bioshock. I'm okay. Go ahead yes. and go Whoops. With I messed oh. up. Did you and, go with And with pulled up the other one that you said. Never, just don't my, show my, that. My but, weird pipe dream. Yeah, no. your weird pipe dream. <laughs> All right. No, so I took Bioshock. And That's okay. We're going to take it a little differently. So I don't want a direct adaptation of the game. Okay. So we're going to go back a couple years. So right after, are we all familiar, pretty familiar with Very. Yeah, yeah, I figured. Okay, so after Fontaine disappears or is killed the first time, uh, we're going to have some of his curious associates on Above Ground who he does dealings with, curious about what has happened to him, and they've heard rumors of this rapture, and they find their way down there. Oh, interesting. And get kind of... So So it's like a horror eureka. Yeah, and uh, almost kind of going into taking that pitch idea to start a TV series. So go hmm. back a little bit and do something right in the middle of this rebellion right when so right Atlas in the rebellion is of kind the rebellion. of yeah, okay. rising. And the, the good thing about that is you can put a cap on it. Like, mm-hmm. the game tells the end of the, the Rapture yes, story. Yes, absolutely. Mm-hmm. So you all you need is, like, a season or two. Yep. That's cool. I like that a lot. I was really interested in your in your other totally. choice, though. But so, but. so this is all on oh, this is all on land, right? They're just... No, they, they're going to make their way They're going to make their oh, way yeah. down, but it starts like when yeah, they're on the so mainland and their, their journey up, to Rapture. Yeah, and how they've heard like these rumors oh, and with their Intellectuals with going there and, <laughs> yeah. and disappearing. You know, yes. they've just kind of been runners for Fontaine up, yep. on, up on the mainland. Quick plug, I know we're out of time. Have you guys played uh, Bioshock 2 Minerva's, Minerva's Den? Den? No, I heard it is yeah, the best DLC. Just, I'm telling you, if you like Bioshock at all, play that because it realigns your perceptions a little bit about what's been going on the whole time. It's phenomenal. They, they did just re-release uh, all of the Bioshocks. Mm-hmm. That's where I played it, as a matter of oh, really? fact. And I, okay. uh, yeah, I played on the the remaster version. It's it's a solid seven hours. They actually did some combat, but if you like to kind of gone home, it's by that whole team um, mm-hmm. over at Fulbright. It's phenomenal. So, Thanks for the tip. Um, How about you, Pat? Okay, so I this is tough for me, uh, but I wanted to stick with the Mars theme. And I, have you guys had a chance to play uh, Call of Duty Infinite Warfare? The new one? I play the the beta. You play the beta? Yeah. Okay, so none of the campaign. None of the campaign. So I'm not going to wreck any of the campaign, I will say, um, but this is a very a very similar story, but order, they told orders of magnitude more interestingly than the movie we just watched. So uh, very similar. <laughs> so this is years after we've colonized Mars, and Mars... Um, through years of kind of neglect and like they've been taking advantage of those colonists really develop their own culture they become space Russians for some reason they're led by Kit Carrington 
Kit Harrington. Sweet. Uh, so he is the big bad of this of this story. If you guys haven't played this, it's written by former Naughty Dog guys. The characterization is uh, of Naughty Dog quality. So the the mm. see you can say what you want to say about the narrative, but the individuals in this game, uh, this place, the game goes some places, and so I don't. Because of like uh, my respect for the audience, you guys and and you guys, I don't want to wreck how it goes. I just will say there is. Um, I want Kit to stay in it as the big bad. I want it to be centered around him and where where the rift was and what what broke. What was the straw that broke the camel's back? Because you never actually get there. All you know the setup is they are very frustrated with Earth and they are over being Earth's whipping boy. They're just over it, and so they they have this preemptive first strike, and then you spend the rest of this game on Earth's last kind of battleship. Uh, retaliating and That's cool. going, taking the fight to Kit. Um, they have the best robot. Um, it's like K two from uh, Rogue, Rogue One. One, and then Ethan in this game. Uh, mm, again, I just want to say some things. I, I want him to be voiced by Troy Baker. I want it to be a. Uh, I want it to be a whole animatronic thing, and I think it is a very compelling. And this is a game that actually touches on those, you know, the imperialism themes. The uh, the things that this movie should have, could have, would have done yeah. if it had written well. So I think it's, uh, and, and frankly, who's going to pick up a Call of Duty movie other than sci-fi? So come on, sci-fi. Nice. Let's get on this. Well, I mean, there's, reportedly Activision has been trying to do a Call of Duty movie for the past couple of years. Cinematic Universe. Uh, uh, like, they said it on their quarterly earnings call. Well, no, that's because then you, you get Black Ops, you get Modern Warfare, totally. you get uh, World at War, you get Infinite Warfare, you get Advanced Warfare. You can do all that crap. This campaign is better than every Call of Duty, save maybe for Modern Warfare. I mean, and they are... And I think, like, from a characterization point, they're way more interesting. I know Soap from the... Soap from 4, yeah. Right. And then I can tell you all of the people from this new one. But, like, any of those... I play, I play that game, those games every year, and I can't remember one human being from those. It's just Aside left trigger, right trigger, left trigger, right trigger. Like, you can't even tell me uh, what star was in Advanced Warfare? What star? Yeah. The, what Hollywood actor? In advance? Oh, that was Spacey. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, so, no, right. yeah. But he wasn't named Spacey in no, that. Like, wasn't. yeah, that's what I'm saying. Like, uh, and this has so like, Kit was very, named Kit Harrington? He was definitely, yeah. He has a yeah, space okay. Russian man number one. I don't know. Game would be awesome. Movie would be awesome. Play, and by the way, play that game. I can't recommend it enough. If you've been sleeping on Call of Duty campaigns for a little while, this is the time to get back on board. This is real fun. Okay. Because Advanced Warfare kind of threw me off. Uh, it was all right. Yeah, but yeah. like I'm not huge into into the Call of Duty stuff, but yep. I've got a much bigger list to take care of for the fall, and I Call of Duty yeah. is not a part of that. I don't blame you. I think what, what turned me on to it was the Naughty Dog stuff, and I think it's very it's grounded sci-fi in a way that like um, that like uh, battle that Battlestar is like it's okay. it's filth okay. like it's lived in dirty space. Marines, for lack of a better term, and I, it's just it's grounded in a way that like that's just so good, and it's criminally criminally underrated. Mm-hmm. All right. Well, unfortunately, we do have to uh, do. wrap up on uh, Red Faction Armageddon. Uh, let us know what movie you would make for uh, sci-fi TV as a TV movie, and what could be turned into a, a series, and uh, which one of ours you liked you like the best? Because we're a competition. Uh, we are a competition. Uh, find us on Twitter. Use the, we know who won. Use the hashtag. Shut up. Use uh, I don't know, dude. No, I uh, I really dug Bioshock. Yeah. Uh, on Twitter, use hashtag VGM Anatomy. Let us know what you thought. Uh, but before we go, uh, final thoughts on. Red Faction, eh? Uh, 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 let's put it down. All I right. want this Bye. to go the way THQ went. So, ooh. <laughs> so the final thing that we do on the show is uh, is our verdict. It's whether we give this an extra life or a game over. Um, now, uh, I kind of know how everybody's gonna feel, but uh, I want I want to see Patrick. It's a game over THQ style. Game over. 
Yes. Uh, shout out to M. Bison from the Street oh, Fighter man. movie. Stacy? Please, game over. <laughs> Never not good. Uh, and now, you but, mark? but now we're incentivized to say to say that uh, uh, yes. so that we can hear the so we can hear the cue. True story. But I I think as a Netflix series because uh, we're getting a Castlevania Netflix series that's going to be yeah. like Game of Thrones that I'm, I'm super stoked I'll about. It when that. I see it, they said the same thing about Zelda. F- well, that was more of a rumor, oh, but this was like they actually came out and announced it. But um, because of how. How much hope that I have for... I mean, we haven't gotten a new Red Faction game, but that's part of the reason because of THQ. What happened to THQ? But I would... If... Can I counter and say, what, what, let's get a Saints Row movie. Oh, I'd get a Saints Row yeah. movie. Um, yes. As much as I would like to, I can't give it an extra life. I have to give it a game over. Japan. <laughs> Japan. Japan. Um, so, yeah, I, I would love to see them, like, cu- like fall from the... A- or come up from the ashes and, and really make this something better. Wonderful. But until they make the Red Faction franchise viable again, yes. we probably won't be seeing I it anytime know, soon. So until uh, next time... Uh, uh, I'll, I'll make it to me and then I'll announce what we're doing next week so social media uh, Patrick yeah. what are you up to super super quickly so this this uh, if you're watching this live Thursday the 16th uh, I own a football team we are the Salt Lake Screaming Eagles and we are the first team in history to allow fans to call the place so you call you download the app you call the place you can watch the game live at si.com Sports Illustrated it's covering the game download the app play along it's just like playing Tech Mobile Check it out uh, and, it's so uh, cool. and come make history. And, and the UI is really simple to use. You can download the app right now. It's, it's, it's the Screaming Eagles app in, in the in the iTunes Store and, and uh, Google Play. And, yeah, and check us out. Uh, SportsIllustrated.com is covering the game. So cool. <laughs> Stacy. All right. You can find me on Twitter and Instagram at Stacy Shuttles or all over the web at Nerds Doing Stuff, where I'm going to keep being a nerd doing stuff. Yeah, you are. <laughs> uh, and I'm the Mark B. Donica. You can find me on Twitter at Mark B. Donica. In two weeks' time. Well, that was spit. In two weeks' time. <laughs> so nervous. Uh, we're I'm going so nervous. We're what going to become. Well, because you know one of two things that it can be. <laughs> mm-hmm. The, sorry, uh, we had uh, uh, our announcer coming on for some reason. Um, we are going to be covering the direct opposite of Red Faction uh, Origins, and that's mm. Dobotsu no Mori Animal Crossing. Uh, it's about a little girl who enters the town of Animal Crossing, and uh, yeah. things yeah. happen. Great. I'm pretty excited about it. I'm oh, us too. We are stoked. Super stoked. Fired up. Yep. Hey, if, this is, if Nintendo would give a clearing for something like this, it can't be too bad. So uh, make sure you check oh, out yeah. Dabotsu no Mori. Please prove that out. Absolutely. You need to stop. <laughs> uh, Dabotsu no Mori. Uh, follow me at Barbie Donica. Follow all of us at The Popcorn Talk. Yes. Thank you so much for joining us on this episode of VG- Video Game Movie Anatomy. We will see you in two weeks in the town of Animal Crossing. Bye bye. From producers Maria Menunos, Kevin Undergaro, Phil Spitek, and the entire Popcorn Talk Network, we would like to thank you for tuning in. For questions or comments, be sure to visit popcorntalk.com. I'm Sir Richard Wentworth, and this has been a presentation of the Popcorn Talk Network. The views expressed here are those of the hosts only, and not necessarily reflect the views of the Popcorn Talk Network or its owners or principals. <laughs>